Okay, um, who's, who's been travelling this, um, who's been travelling this holiday? Where have you been to, Rhiannon? Paynton, right, okay. Okay, and anybody else? Where have you been, David? Rutland. Ah, oh, very good. Yep. Devon? Oh, Elon, Elon Valley in Wales. Lovely, sounds nice. What about you, Bethany? Oh, say, say that again. It's in Cornwall, isn't it? Praise and Beeble. That sounds uh, wonderful. Maratok. <laughs> That'd be a long way. Anybody else been travelling? Yeah, what about you? Uh, to, to London? Yeah, and you've been? Wimbledon. Right, very nice. Yeah, good. Um, okay, um, we have been to Luxembourg and Belgium and France. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah, thank you. This is very kind. Yeah, I think I'll stick this on here, shall I? Um, yep. Okay, the one thing I want to know is, how did you know... How did, oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> this is terrific. How did you know the way to go? Sat-nav? Did anyone use a map? Yeah? Ordnance survey maps. Yeah, okay. If you're going to go somewhere, normally you have to have some directions to get there, don't you? Okay. Um, now, um, Jesus says, uh, you know the way where I'm going. And they said to him, we don't. We don't know where you're going. So how can we, how can we get there? And before that, they were quite um, worried. He says, are your hearts troubled? So I want to ask you this week, are your hearts troubled today? I think a lot of people's hearts are troubled today. Especially if you watch the news, what's happening in our news, um, what's happening in our own country, polit politically, and um, whatever your opinions are on that, um, whatever your opinions are, uh, we're troubled uh, about the times that we live in. If you live in Hong Kong, I think you'd be very troubled with all the things that are going on in Hong Kong. If you live in South America, where if you live anywhere in the world and you see what's happening in the Amazon, uh, I think we are very troubled and um, we don't know quite what's happening. Now the context of Jesus saying, uh, you, I'm the way, is he said, um, I'm going to be going away. In John chapter 13, the story of the Last Supper, Jesus says, I'm going away and they're all troubled. They're worried because they don't know where he's going and what he means. I'm going to just hold this on there. So you, I'll have to be a little bit more nasal, but I'm going to hold it on and it will stop. It's all right. Don't worry. Um, yeah. So uh, he says, I'm going away. What, what do you mean you're going away? Are you leaving the country? Are you, um, are you, what, what's going to happen to you? And uh, he says, well, you, you know the way to where I'm going. And they said, no, we don't. We don't know where you're going. And he says, I am the way. I am the way. That's an interesting answer, isn't it? I am the way. And I, he says, follow me. And in the previous chapter, he says, uh, you can't follow me now, but one day you will do. He said that because he meant that he would, uh, he would be going to the cross. And that was somewhere that nobody could follow him to. He had to do that journey on his own. But one day, he says, uh, you will follow me later. So that's us today. He says, I am the way, and you can follow me 
today. And so in all the confusion about where we're going, what's happening, Jesus still says, I am the way, and he is still telling us the truth today. Okay, so in the midst of all the confusion, we need to keep our eyes fixed on Jesus, who says, I am the way. If you look on the notice board outside, you will see a picture of a signpost. It says the Cotswold Way, it doesn't say Somerset actually, but um, it's got written on it, Jesus is, says, I am the way, the truth and the life. So think of him as a signpost. This is the way, I am the way. And then he said, I am the truth. Who can you believe these days? Can you believe, can you believe our Prime Minister? Can you believe the leaders of our nations? Can you believe Mr Trump? Well, one of the questions there was how many, how many um, false allegations, false, false, how many false statements had he made in the first six months of his, of his presidency? And it was a, a very large number, according to the Washington Post. But, you know, the, the truth, what is the truth? Because nowadays we hear fake news. Have you heard about fake news? And basically, if you hear any, any news that you don't like, then you call it fake news. It's not true. Even if it is actually true, you, you, uh, you call it fake news and to try and divert people. Or, or there's another fact now, another statement, alternative facts. <laughs> An alternative fact. Now, isn't that nonsense? If something is true and it's a fact, then it's a fact. Okay, there are some things that you have to believe and, and, and you, know, you can't prove one way or another, but you believe if they're true. But if it's a fact, it's a fact. So to have an alternative fact is meddling with the word truth, isn't it? Yeah. When Jesus was being tried, he stood in front of Pontius Pilate. And Pontius Pilate was asking him all sorts of questions. And Pontius Pilate had the power to put Jesus to, life, to death. And he said to Jesus, what is truth? That's a really important question, isn't it? What is truth? Who would like to answer that question? What is truth? What is truth? Sorry? Jesus, yeah. Sometimes the truth is elusive, isn't it? But Jesus, actually, the, the irony was that Pontius Pilate was talking to the truth. The truth was standing right in front of him, and he said, what is truth? I was on a train once, and uh, I, I'd been on a retreat up in Northumberland, and I'd been doing a lot of reading about um, kind of uh, New Age thinking, and because in the New Age, uh, people can believe whatever they want to. If you just go around Glastonbury, and there'll be people who, who will tell you all sorts of things. And, uh, but they're quite happy with it. They say, my truth is, is here, uh, your truth, oh, I like your truth, yeah, I love your truth, and, and my truth is this, and there's all sorts of things that people are saying, and this lady was, uh, I was having a conversation with her, and I said, well, the thing is, Jesus says, I am the truth, and she said, it's funny you mention that, she said, my, my husband is a lawyer, and he always comes home from court cases, and uh, if, if it's a case which, he, which he's certain it should have been gone one way, and it goes the other way. He comes home and says, you know, what is truth, or, or vice versa. Uh, he, truth is really hard, isn't it, to obtain? What is the truth? And, and the answer is, 
Jesus is the truth. Jesus is the truth. The person. Uh, uh, he spoke the truth, but he is the truth. That's the whole point of the I am sayings. Who is Jesus? And uh, right in front of him, Pontius Pilate is Jesus, and Pontius Pilate says to him, are you a king? And he says, well, you say I'm a king. What kind of king am I? Is Jesus a king? Yeah, he is a king. He didn't wear the kind of crown that our kings wear. He wore a crown of thorns, but he was a king. Then Jesus goes on to say something really important. Nobody comes to the Father except by me. Do you think people will have a problem with that statement today? A lot of people do, because a lot of people think there's all sorts of ways to get to heaven. Many ways to heaven. And Jesus says, actually, there's only one way to heaven, and it's through me. And there are people today who don't like that kind of statement, because it says there is an absolute truth, that Jesus says, if you want to get to God, you come through me. I am the gate. Remember, we were thinking, he's making a very strong claim. If you want to get to God, you come through me. And then we come to the last one. I am the life. I am the way, the truth, and the life. And uh, the life, we were thinking last week about Lazarus and his resurrection. When Lazarus was all wrapped up in the tomb, and Jesus says, come out, Lazarus. And out he came, and they unwrapped him, and he came to life. But that wasn't about resurrection. Jesus then said, I am the resurrection and the life. Lazarus came back to life, but Jesus is raised from the dead. And uh, if you believe in him, you can have life in all its fullness. You can have life forever, only through Jesus. That's an exclusive claim. Now, if you talk to people who are Buddhists, they might have other ideas about how they get life. It's all about meditating and that kind of thing. Or if you talk to... uh, People who are Muslims, they will say, well, you, if you obey the rules of Muslim and you, you look after the five pillars and you, you bow down and, and pray five times a day and Allah's pleased with you, they claim that. But we say, Jesus says, I am the way, the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. And he asked me this question, do you know him? Do you know the Father? Because if we know Jesus, we know Father God. Now, I'm very pleased that in the middle of the night, I, uh, I had an inspiration about something to, to finish the sermon, because, um, I don't know, I didn't know this was going to happen, um, but I, I suddenly remembered a little video clip, and um, this is a gentleman called S.M. Lockridge, who's uh, African-American, and he's preaching about who Jesus is. So let's just listen to this sermon preached in a way that I could not. The Bible says my king is the king of the Jews. He's the king of Israel. He's the king of righteousness. He's the king of the ages. He's the king of heaven. He's the king of glory. He's the king of kings. And he's the lord of lords. That's my king. I wonder do you know him? (laughs) My king is a sovereign king. No means of measure can define his limitless love. He's enduringly strong. He's entirely sincere. He's eternally steadfast. He's immortally 
partially merciful. Do you know him? He's the greatest phenomenon that has ever crossed the horizon of this world. He's God's son. He's a sinner's savior. He's the centerpiece of civilization. He's unparalleled. He's unprecedented. He is the loftiest idea in literature. He's the highest personality in philosophy. He's the fundamental doctrine of true theology. He's the only one qualified to be at all sufficient savior. I wonder if you know him today. He supplies strength for the weak. He's available for the tempted and the tried. He sympathizes and he saves. He strengthens and sustains. He guards and he guides. He heals the sick. He cleans the lepers. He forgives sinners. He discharges debtors. He delivers the captives. He defends the people. He blesses the young. He serves the unfortunate. He regards the age. He rewards the diligent and he beautifies the meek. I wonder if you know him. He's the key to knowledge. He's a wellspring of wisdom. He's a doorway of deliverance. He's a pathway of peace. He's a roadway of righteousness. He's a highway of holiness. He's a gateway of glory. Do you know him? Well, his life is matchless. His goodness is limitless. His mercy is everlasting. His love never changes. His word is enough. His grace is sufficient. His reign is righteous. And his yoke is easy. And his burden is light. I wish I could describe him to you. Yes, he's indescribable. He's incomprehensible. He's invincible. He's irresistible. You can't get him out of your mind. You can't, you can't get him off of your hand. You can't outlive him, and you can't live without him. Well, the Pharisees couldn't stand him, but they found out they couldn't stop him. Pilate couldn't find any fault in him. Herod couldn't kill him. Death couldn't handle him, and the grave couldn't hold him. Hey, hallelujah. <laughs> wow. That's preaching, isn't it? That is preaching. And, and it's true. It's absolutely true. All those things. I mean, how he thought of all those words to describe him. But he is indescribable, isn't he? All the words in the universe. He is, indeed, the word of God, who is uh, the way, the truth, and the life. Hallelujah. And uh, the question is, do you know him? Do you know him? And the only way of knowing him is through Jesus. 